on this episode of the AIE Podcast. Nomads Against Humanity. PvP and a TCG MMO. AIE is your sweetheart for Valentine's weekend. We have Captain Sybil's report for STO. And Kelsier is here to talk to us about AIE in Final Fantasy XIV. All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. And welcome to episode number 248 of the podcast celebrating the LA Yocta S gaming community. I'm Aludra, and I think you're awesome. With me always is, as always, is Michaela. Hey guys, I'm making an angel food cake right now in the guild kitchen. And right over there, next to her, literally, we have Ted Semi. I'm still collecting oil rigs. Must get all oil rigs. All right. This week we are joined by special guest Kelsier, who's here to talk to us about AIE and Final Fantasy. 14 Shiv R, A Realm Reborn, Heavensward. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Glad to be here. Final Fantasy, the name that would not die. Never. Never. <laughs> Ababan is unfortunately missing in action tonight. Last we heard, he's gone missing fighting the Abo Twins, Dirty Diaper Monsters. Oh my gosh, that is an image I did not need. So he does wish everyone well, and the kids are doing awesome, and they are crazy, adorable, beautiful. Yeah, you thought mud elementals were bad? Try Ooh. poop elementals. Oh no, no, no. What comes that? Oh my god. There really is nothing, and there's nowhere I'd rather not be than where he just described. Yeah. <laughs> that 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 All is right. like a. That is like a level 20 monster, sorry. Yeah. Yep, yep, and leaving you with that image, we'll be talking to Kelsier shortly, but first, let's dive into the news. Or we could go around the podcast and ask what everyone's been doing. We could do that, because my brain is totally on the podcast, you're right. (laughs) Okay. So, McCullough, what have you been up to? Yes. Well, um... You see, we had some servers explode at work, and there was a lot of server instability, and so we couldn't work for five days, so pretty much after that got fixed, all my free time has been spent upstairs at my desk, catching up. (laughs) Being an adult is fun, people. Sure. Sure it is. Um, no, it's not. Pass. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Literally, I have missed, like, the last two raid nights because oh, no. I have been at my desk at work. Thank mm. God I have a work-from-home position where I can do that instead of being in the office. Yeah, but then at the same time, they expect you to be at home or working while you're at home, even though you don't really shouldn't be, so... I, I'm salary, and that work needs to get done, so... Mm-hmm. I'm like my husband. I have my own spreadsheets to deal with. She does, <laughs> and they're ugly. They're really ugly. Oh my god! Uh, because of and so besides that, um, 
Um, well, we decided to have a um, small brunch last Sunday for 20 people. Yeah, I love your definition of small brunch. Where, and it's me, so everything was made from scratch. So that was some time I'm never getting back from my life, but it was really good. Uh, and at getting a little bit of rating in here and there, I'm hoping to actually raid tonight. So, Yay! Yay! Are you going to be there? No, you, you need a sleep woman, because you're on, like, yeah. next to no sleep. Yeah. Pretty much. That's life, though. What about you, Tatsumi? What have you been up to before we dive into the wonderful, crazy world of Eludra? <laughs> um, oil rigs, actually. No, I, I'm still working on the project. I have 10 characters at 100, and I'm trying to get oil rigs for all of them. I have four down, and I'm about uh, three days away from the next one. So it just it gets to a point where I get close to the reputation needed, which is revered with Vulgen's headhunters. And I just go look at the medallion prices on the auction house and go, yeah, that's reasonable. And I just buy the last couple that I need. So, you know, it's kind of like I'll work, I'll work and do the daily on a character to a certain point and then just go, yeah, I can't wait any longer. Um, besides that, um, doing a little bit of behind the scenes, um, helping out with the calendar and stuff like that because uh, we've got some anniversary stuff coming up. Um, yeah, big going. deal. Big deal's been blowing up on Twitter about AIE and anniversary and everything going on this month, so I, I'm pretty excited. Yep. And uh, the other thing is we have been working on raiding as McCullough said, and we actually are three bosses away from actually completing it on normal, which for us is a miracle. Uh, we got Zulharak, which is the third to last boss, because Zulharak, Manoroth, and then Archimond. Uh, we got Zulharak down to 5% on Thursday and had a wipe. We just needed a couple more DPS there, and we would have got him down. But My good, bad. So. Mine too. Hey, no, Ted. we were we were missing quite a few DPS. So, hey Ted, what are we doing tonight? So I know um what to show up for. <laughs> Zulharak. Got it all night long. Got it. I'm good. Pretty much, we're gonna get them down tonight. Just know which fire to stay out of and which fire to run into the other fire, so it creates a nice explosion and clears all the fire. Oh, and oh, I know that fight. Yes, that's the fight. So. Oh, fun. All right, but Aludra, what have you been up to in the crazy Aludra world? Besides, oh my let gosh! Me get, let me guess. Uh, does it involve a trading card game? <gasps> How did you ever guess that? Yeah, I've been going insane in that. So much so that you know, uh, I've been working on a, a project of mine that I've had on the back burner for a while because of my back problems. Uh, I've got a Twitch channel set up and streaming and I've actually got my webcam that I'm not using right now because of reasons um, working in the Twitch channel because I know people like to see you go see you like go crazy when nothing goes right so yay that and so I'm really excited about that and I was going to fire it up and do everything two days ago and I've had my back lock up in such a way that for the last three days I've been barely able to sit up so yay me but I'm sitting up Sorry now. Sorry to hear that. Hey, I'm bronzing and sitting up right now. So, you know, 
We're not world champion, but we're doing it. So there hey, we go. Bronze level. Any day above ground is a good day, darling. Right? Okay. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, things things my health-wise aren't going as great as I would like, but that's okay. It's been a long time since I've been on the podcast. I had to miss last week, too, for pretty much the exact same reason. No, no, uh, no. No, you were out on digging. You were digging on digging in dirt, honey. It's fine. We don't. We don't yeah. actually have to tell people what your secret assignments are. So, shh. No, I'm not giving details. No, no, no they don't need that. Uh, let me see. But this this trading card game, which I'm sure we're going to go into, and if not, then I will just hide you mm -hmm. on the show for five minutes and talk about it. It's awesome and great, and everybody should be playing. And then let me see what else. Oh, Final Fantasy. I've been playing quite a bit of that lately, actually. I finally broke out of my Dragoon phase because I, especially with this new expansion, I don't like being a Dragoon. And then the lore came and kicked me in the head and was like, ha ha, you suck more because you're a Dragoon. So I was like, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, he knows what I'm talking about. Yep. So so I got my ninja shiny up to level 50, uh, 52, actually. So I've been ninjaing around and stuff, and that's been really fun. And then this, of course, this trading card game came out and totally stole all the Final Fantasy thunder from my life. So I that blame pretty you. Much, yeah, I blame Well, that sounded like you, but I know you mean Mew. <laughs> yeah, I did say Mew, yes. Yes, yes, Mew Cow did it. There's trading there cards go. in Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah, yeah, we but won't yeah, discuss those trading cards. Those are the trading <laughs> cards that make us squint our eyes and glare and be like, oh, really? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, what about you, our our dynamic guest? How have you been? What have you been up to? I've been great. I've been um, doing the true end game for Final Fantasy XIV, which is crafting. Yes. Um, oh, my like gosh. A... Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah, um, it's funny because if you had asked me in the last expansion if I was the crafting guy, I would have laughed at you. But um, like in the expansion, they've added a lot of really cool abilities that have. Um, well, to start, uh, crafting in Final Fantasy XIV is not like in World of Warcraft, where it's kind of a side activity. Like you can actually do, uh, like it, you know, there are like it's basically a, cl it's a like class. It's yeah, it is are, its very own class. If you it's a are a crafter class. No, yeah. you seriously have to change your gear and your gear set to everything over to Weaver. Your spells wow. change. Everything changes to Weaver. And if you go, oh, well, I'm going to be a miner, then all of a sudden everything changes to mining, and then it'll change to armor smithing. They don't, they're not messing around. There are more crafting classes than there are kick-you-in-the-head classes. Yeah, almost. Yeah, like, um, you know, like, you have to have rotations and... Mm -hmm. um, you know, you because you can have a normal quality, which is fairly simple. But if you want a high quality item, you have to really kind of uh, hit the grindstone, so to speak. Um, so, but it's I've been really enjoying it. Um, so yeah, I've been just crafting away. <laughs> crafting away. You, you seriously, you get a, a skill sets and everything. There are cross class abilities. That, yeah. The only see. thing they haven't Crazy. done is done a fate. That is yeah. just crafting, where this everybody sits there and tries to make mittens really quick, you know? Wow. Let's see, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. I have 21 abilities on my hotbar for crafting. <laughs> just for crafting, that's crazy. Just for crafting, yeah. Yeah, so if you like crafting, 
Um, you can't start the game as a crafter, but you can by level ten you can start crafting and mm-hmm. you can craft your life away. It's it's really fun. So Final Fantasy fourteen is a game for crafty people. Got it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And gathery people it, and fighty people. <laughs> did you ever play um, Star Wars? Not the Old Republic, but the the one before that. Before Galaxy. they changed it. No, yep. I didn't. Unfortunately. Okay, I was just wondering if the crafting was anything like that, where you you know got dedicated and can be just a crafter. Um, you can, but you can't exactly experience everything the game has to offer story wise through crafting. You're just basically sitting in town making mittens. Gotcha. Yeah, um, it was actually really funny. In the very first person ver- version of this game, you could start the game as a crafter, um, but you still had to do the combat tutorial, <laughs> um, <laughs> which was really hard. <laughs> when I think it was like you know, like technically you could hit stuff with your um, little with like pin? knitting needle, but um, it, it didn't work so well. <laughs> gotcha. That's that's just vicious. That's cruel. I know. It's like, hey, cool. you want to experience this great new game? Oh, you want to be a crafter? Sure, but you still have to complete the combat tutorial. What? <laughs> yeah. And and each each crafting class, as Abavan is pointing out, has a uh, unique class quests and their own personal storyline. Story yeah, it's yes. cool. And a lot of them are actually Which, like really like have the feels. It's it's really surprising. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, I wonder because there's a rumor that in Legion the the crafting's going to get quests and stuff like that for a while. So I wonder if they're hopefully borrowing some good ideas from Final Fantasy fourteen. That would be yeah. Cool. That would be good. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, uh, you know, no, no, like no. Every it's, game does. No, no. I think I think it's cool. I think it adds a a really big like the extra dimension to crafting because it does. It's not this this like. Um, you know, side activity thing. It's actually yeah, exactly yeah, okay. Got I got six hundred in it. Move on, or I got seven hundred yeah. in it. Move on. Yeah, mm-hmm. cool. All right. All right. So now, can we move on to the news? Because I yeah, absolutely. I yeah. Now's the good timing for it. Okay. A I E news. Wanna chat with A I E outside of game? Well. Of course you do, because half of the fun of AIE is the social aspect. We have the place just for you. Grab your umami email and password and head over to the to AIE community. Is that the right one, Cam? It's AIE.community. Dot community, thank you. It's a rocket chat site, and there are mobile and Windows 10 App Store versions as well. We're still testing this out. Please help us out. But feel free to come on in, say hi and chat now okay wait i'm a little confused okay uh is we've had several chats before so are we all migrating to this one this is the latest one we're testing out yes Mm. we're trying to see if it will work for us and so far it's pretty good but we need more people to test that wonderful warm green wall in real life that we want Exactly. And I'm in there all the time, so if you want to talk to me for some really weird reason, uh, I'll be in there. <laughs> and why wouldn't we? And, and a really normal reason for us. Yep. Not societal normal, but for us. Exactly. For AIE normal. Yeah. Hashtag AIE problems. Anyways. 
All right. And the Nomads, they have a Cards Against Humanity event coming February 19th, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Remember, it is an adult-focused game, but please join in if you're so inclined. We've included a link in the forums to the event and with more information. Woohoo! More information! I love it. All right. So did you make it into the beta before the invites got closed? Uh, what beta? Well, uh, the Divisions beta. That's right. Other folks in AIE are there, and they want to hang out with you because, hey, you made it there, too. Awesome. And have you ever thought of playing a trading card game MMO? Well, uh, let me tell you, it comes highly recommended by me. Uh, the folks at Hex TCG launched the PvE content last week. It is so fun, so challenging. So awesome and gives you so many cards that even if you haven't been playing, you can totally have fun and make awesome decks. Our very own Mew Cow is heavily involved in the launch and the game because, oh my gosh, here, here Insider Secret time, he works there. Uh, and he would love to see more AIE folks join in and play, and heck, so would I because it's not like I'm hard to find. I'm a loser there, too. So go on over to hextcg.com for the game information, the downloads, login. It's totally free to play, especially the PvE part. They give you a bunch of cards as you play it. So, so seriously. Awesome. All right, in, in World of Warcraft news, um, first of all, welcome to yet another sucker. Uh, we mean officer, Cesare. Yes, we have another new officer to our ranks, and girl... Clear the, clearly, there isn't enough for you to do, so we figured we would let you uh, work on invites and being wonderful and helping the guild also. And are you new to AIE? Well, if or just have a new, a new tune starting out, never got a guild tabard for some current reason for your current tune, well, head on over to the guild bank and look in tab one. We've done some house cleaning and made the first tab the Welcome to AIE tab in the guild banks. You can grab a guild tab tablet, a 16-slot bag, some starting profession materials, and maybe even an heirloom, trink heirloom trinket or pet. Please let us know if you have any suggestions on how we can make this better for the new, returning, and longtime members. Also, in case you didn't know, Valentine's weekend is our anniversary. I believe the official guild anniversary is the 13th, and we have a ton of great events going on that coincide with the anniversary and Valentine's weekend. There's a rundown on the forums and the show notes, but here's the gist of it. And as always, please remember that ser that all times listed are server times. On Friday, February 12th, there's a meet and greet from 7 to 8 with Alanya and Nevermore. And then from 7.30 to 8.45, there is a introduction to where's Waldo at um, Ebonfire and in, oh, with Ebonfire and Indo Sky, and there's also the old school raid night at 8:30 with the BRA raid team that is being led by Ellen on nice. Saturday the 13th. That's a full day, and there's still more events after that. That's, that's crazy. a full night because it starts at 7 p.m. server time. Well, yeah, yeah, okay, full full evening of festivities and. Wait, there's more. Yeah, that was only Friday. So on Saturday, which is the actual anniversary, we have the running of the beef um, from 12 p.m. server till whenever it ends. That's Cyrene, 
and Cyrene's running that event, and I believe that's in conjunction with our buddies over at Covert to Raid. A Star Wars trivia event at 4 to 6 p.m. with Alanya and Nevermore, and again, Alanya knows the stuff when it comes to Star Wars. It's going to be a good time. Mm-hmm. And then the actual Where's Waldo event from 6 p.m. to 7.30. And then at 8 o'clock, we have Coop with Grim Cow. So that's going to be a busy day. Show your love to AIE, please, big time. And Friday, or Friday, really, I'm going back in time. Um, Sunday, Valentine's Day, the 14th, we have the, con- the Transmog Contest and Party from 3 to 5 with Cyrene and Gusty Tail. The Pet Battle Picnic from 8 to yeah. 8 with Alanya and Nevermore. And the raffle to be determined the time with Cyrene. And then after that, we have Alania Nevermore to talk about the whole round of events on the podcast. So it's going to be a very full weekend of AIE love in WOW. And speaking of love, uh, J-Bells has a shout out to the Guild for being awesome on the forums. Look in the AIE, I believe it's a... Um, Azeroth section under it Why is. I Love AIE. And who doesn't? And are you still trying to get Tom's Rear Legendary Ring? Oh, I'm sorry. One moment. I forgot completely. Um, Kazrick had a announcement to make about that pet raffle or that raffle size running. Don't forget, every event you go to, you get an entry into the raffle. So it's a free raffle. You don't have to do anything for it except to show up to the event, not even the raffle itself. Anyway, still trying to get tomes for your legendary ring. Don't have a raid team and LFR scares you because LFR really does is scary. Why not LFR with friends? The muster and ketchup team is going to be running an LFR with friends event Tuesday nights. Check out the listing in the forums in the team recruitment form team recruitment section for more details. And this is why you should not give me wine while podcasting. Words are hard. hard. Or you need more. Uh, or one, yeah, one of the two. And in Star Wars The Old Republic, the AIE celebrated its four-year anniversary on January 26, 2016. Uh, there's a link in the forums. It took place on what else? A mandatory fun night. If you're joining back in Star Wars due to The Force Awakens or other feelings for The Force, please read up on mandatory fun nights on the forums and other information regarding the, the game. Star Wars Escape Podcast 127 is out. Player-made events. Uh, this is AIE SEMA, Max the Gray, and Astromech EPC 127 talking about player-made events across the Star Wars community. They include PvP tournaments, custom contents, guild events, and scratch on the surface of the RP community. They also touch on game news for the weekend SWOTOR in general and remind everyone that their casual, family-friendly, multi-guild game is always looking for new members. The officer channel on Jedi Covenant is slash LFO. And more guild information is at aie-guild.info slash swotor. Fun game. Go play that, too. It is. It's awesome. You know, I even have all the time, and I still don't have all the time to play these games. Right? Tell me about it. Because <laughs> AIE is everywhere. It's in all the things, like oxygen. All right. So my turn? Yes, ma'am. 
Okay, here we go, because I've got Captain Sybil's synopsis of Star Trek Online News for the week ending 131-2016. Yes, that's right. The year, the, the end of the month roundup. All right, so Star Trek Online's 6th anniversary started with daily giveaways, a Q Continuum game, Omega Particle minigame, and a new featured episode, and a new spacey ship as the event prize, along with a new lockbox and lobby ships as well. So basically, they went, they started everything going here, have a bunch of stuff. We have giveaways, we have contests, we have prizes, go do the things. The daily giveaways are going to happen from Tuesday the 26th to Tuesday, February 2nd, which means it's still going on right now, unless February 2nd and you're listening to this podcast, and then I'm sorry. It includes ships, tech R&D upgrades, spec points, fleet, dilithium, credit vouchers, uniforms, and more. Any player may claim them, and they change daily, so go in, claim your stuff, and get the stuff! Yay! Our favorite, I'm sorry if you guys can hear the rain, it's crazy loud over here. <laughs> Send it this way, we want rain. No, we'll it's have, mine. No, we'll it's it mine. Tomorrow. Tet, we'll have it tomorrow, quit being greedy. Oh, uh, fine. <laughs> okay, so our favorite, PETA, P-I-T-A, the Q has returned to join the celebration with a game to win reputation marks, along with a liberal supply of his usual snarky commentary. Yes, Discord from My Little Pony is in this game. The event prize starship is a Crimium science vessel with awesome stats. Yes, not just any stats, but Aludra quality stats. Now, your science captains have a shiny new starship with a science focus. And the lockbox ships are the epic T6 Theolian Tarantula Dreadnoughts and the rare T5 Theolian Meshweaver Destroyer. They gave me all the fun words today, guys. The fearsome Mirror Universe Paradox attack ship is now available in the Lobby Crystal Store. Do you understand that? I hope you do because I don't. I'm already lost. All right, next to lastly, Omega Particles are strewn about the galaxy and have reintroduced with a mini game to collect them for awesome R&D crafting materials for your upgrades. Magic particles, go get them. Crafting upgrades. And lastly, finally, the new featured episode, Time and Tide, carries the year of hell temporal warfare to the next level. And wow, does that sound intense. Having played Time and Tide, the time travel story arc is leading to a great promise and danger with the mirror universe, which I actually do know about, lurking about along with the temporal cold war that may await. The story is written in the classical style of classical Star Trek. I'm imagining it's not like classical music, as you can't really write a story like music. <laughs> For additional details, news, content, and announcements, please visit the Star Trek Online website and, to a lesser extent, our forums where people discuss these. <sighs> that is a lot. People. Yes, that is a lot of information for Star Trek. So I'm really thrilled for them. Like, genuinely, from the bottom of my heart, thrilled for them. No, Sybil is amazing. She sends mm-hmm. me um, every um, Sunday that we record a show. She actually goes forth and gets all the information for us. And she is our roving reporter, and I love it. Yeah, that is so great. If you want your games as in-depth as that, please send us your roving reporter synopsis. Yeah. So... To, to quote the meme that's going around Facebook, be like Sybil. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
All right, so finally, a huge congrats to the guild. They completed the Dilithium Mine. It's a mine. Ooh. Yes. Uh, next project looks like looks like it's focused on the Starbase and research labs. So there we go. We know what we're doing next. Go out there, do it, and do it facing forward, not driving backward. Like Aludra. Okay, so Guild Wars 2, mm-hmm. the Amazing Jedi, has posted to let us know that the Winter 2016 quarterly update is out. Um, of course, information on the forums. This includes Enhanced Squad UI, Gilding in the In Central... I'm sorry? Gliding. Wow. Gilding. Gliding, gilding. Gliding, gilding. Gilding. um, Guiding. No gilding. No gilding. (laughs) Gliding in Central Tyria. A new lunar celebration. A new, yeah, a new lunar year celebration. And the Elven Monastery Brew of the Month Club are just some of the things. Check out the forums for the full post. I scrolled down too far because I went, that's our show for tonight. All right. So with that, let's get back to Kelsey here, find out what's going on Final Fantasy XIV, the game that is raining just as hard at the Guild House as it is at my house right now. Yeah, it's raining pretty hard in here. (laughs) It really is. And that umbrella does not let you get dry under it because it's a shade umbrella or some nonsense. Uh Uh-huh. Oh. I like those. Those are actually really important in life because I'm pale. They and are Phoenix. important in life, but but they they still would keep the rain off you. And yet, I'm standing here in my little togs, soaked right on through, because apparently that umbrella is just not good. No, it it it's like the same kind that I carry to events that our daughter goes to. Uh, just keeps the sun out and not the rain. Anyways, let's not oh. talk about that. Kelsar, what's going on? Well, um, so uh, every so often the developers for the game do a live letter, which where they come in on Japanese. and announce new stuff. Huh? <laughs> they do oh, it yeah. in Japanese. We it's have to in, wait even longer for the translations. Which... <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's one of the unfortunate parts. But um, uh, but they just announced the next patch, which is coming out on. Uh, it's called it's patch three point two. It's called Gears of Change. Yes. Uh, it's gonna be, be released February 23rd. Uh, it's an early birthday present for me, so that's nice. <laughs> be, and it's called that because they're changing our gear. <laughs> um, yeah, and there's going to be lots of gear to change. Um, yeah, yeah. So um, to hit the, a lot of stuff got announced, but to kind of hit the highlights, um, uh, you know, so there's going to be the next wing of our raid, which is Alexander Midas. Um, Woo! Never seen any of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, there's going to be a normal version and a savage version um, for the really hard cores. Um, yeah, yeah. That which is like heroic, but but they call it savage because by the end of it, you really want to just kill each other. So savagely heroic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's they're they're really yeah, they're apparently um, they're mean. That's yeah, what they are. They're mean. The previous um. Wing of Alexander, which was called Gordias, I think. Um, they tuned to be way, way too hard. So Midas is supposed to tone it down a bit. Um, so that'll be nice. Um, it won't be literally impossible to beat. Exactly. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's helpful to me. I mean, yeah. I don't even do it. And I'm like, nope. 
<laughs> totally. Um, and so with a new raid wing comes a new gear and with new tome stones, which is the currency for um, the gear. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's really cool is that this gear is based off of the a lot of the Final Fantasy summons that we fought in the previous expansion pack, like Ifrit, Titan, Leviathan, and stuff like that. So uh, you might be able to dress up as your favorite uh, primal. Um, yeah, the, the, and those cool. costumes are always... The, the clothing you wear in this game, it is so crazy detailed. There's textures and patterns and weight to the various cloths and chainmail and oh, leather wow. bits. It's yeah. insane. And then they, they design these um, costumes based upon these primals, which are big bosses that you will fight at some point or another mm-hmm. during the story. And they're really beautifully done. Like, crazy well done. Yeah, it's it's Final Fashion 14. Yeah, it um, really is. Are you trying to get me to play this game? You should. Oh my gosh, you should. I should switch my characters to show you the pretty, pretty gowns I have. Okay. <laughs> you so said great. there are shade umbrellas. You know my little steampunk soul. <laughs> oh no, there's a steampunk class. <laughs> yeah, that's actually With one guys. of my... And, like, one of the big motivations for crafting for me has been, uh, like, for glamours and stuff. Uh, uh, the last, awesome. in Patch 3.1, um, they released kind of the casual raid. And uh, with it, a lot of the gear you could craft for it was Sky Pirate gear. Yes. <gasps> oh, my God. Yeah. Some of it's a little weird, but a lot of it is really cool. Very steampunky. It really is. It's so much fun. But anyways, we're... live letter. Back to the live letter. Also, I won't really talk about the top hats and the gowns and the parasols and stuff because they're yeah. crazy. It's wonderful. Hey, Aludra, just Yo. remember there there are no rails. Oh, that that is true. But I, I like to keep it kind of like a roller coaster and not so much as a, you know, <laughs> the, the airships they have in this game do look really dangerous. Like I think yeah, OSHA would have a really big problem with that. There are that. like no doors or rails. <laughs> yeah. You mentioned no rails. There's some movie scenes where I'm like, you know what? I flew off about 20 minutes ago, so none of this matter. <laughs> yep. Um, and um, you know, speaking of items, apparently in the new chip patch, there's going to be lots of new crafting recipes. Um, and one of the cool things is this patch, they're going to try um, actually putting raid-ready gear into it. So um, a lot of the time, the gear that you can craft is is supposed to be for catching up and and for looks because they tend to be very unique looking. But this patch, um, if you uh, you can actually use the crafted gear in raids, um, this like. Alexander Metis. Um, mm-hmm. the, the stuff that drops from the raids is probably better in terms of eye level, but um, the gear you can craft will definitely help you. Yes. Um, and I'll go for it. Oh, I was going to say that um, a lot of times the stuff you can do without being in a raid, you can actually get raid quality gear most of the time oh, that'll help you out and catch you up. So if you didn't do all the previous raids, and raid tiers, you can still jump in with other people and do it your own way. Yeah, the patch cycle for this game is very like, you know, we release the really hardcore raid, and then the next patch is kind of the catch-up patch where they release a casual stuff where you can start working on your uh, getting your gear up to date with the raiders. It's very really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, very and cool. What, and one of the coolest things for AIE in this pa- uh, patch that's coming up is that um, 
So the duty roulette is like a thing where you can <laughs> it, it'll randomly select uh, a dungeon for you to do, and you'll get an extra reward for doing it. And there's lots of different ones that span different types of content, but um, and some of them you can go in as a party, but some of them were restricted to just going in solo. But uh, now most of them will uh, let you do it with a party. So more AIE parties, awesome. Yes. <laughs> and. Um, We'll be getting two new endgame dungeons, uh, one called the Anti-Tower, which appears to be an upside-down tower. Uh, I don't know. Um, apparently, it has inspired by, or people think it's inspired by Ispin's Castle from Final Fantasy IX. I, I don't know, though. Uh, didn't play it. <laughs> and then um, uh, everyone's favorite creepy dungeon will be returning as a hard mode, the Lost City of Amdapur. Ooh! And, yeah. Uh, it just to give, fun. Yeah, it's, yeah, it has... I highly suggest you look it up on YouTube because it's really cool. Um, it's like this city that was lost a long time ago and is like covered in this like fungus stuff. It's really cool. There's one mm -hmm. of the most interesting looking dungeons in the game. Um, cool. And one thing that is more for me, but uh, still really happy about it. Um, tanks are getting their stats changed so that vitality Ooh. will affect their damage instead of strength. So, no yeah. more trying to balance out the, you know, no more having to do math to figure out the pr appropriate level no of strength. No spreadsheets. Yeah. <laughs> that was hard. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay, uh, so, taking, I hate tanking math. I really do. Yeah, no, it's it, really weird in this game because a lot of times you'd have tanks running around with all this strength stuff on one side of their their outfits, and because it was just better overall, and then so nobody was taking vitality gear, and then. The devs noticed, and they're like, why don't you want Vitality Gear? And everybody went, because it sucks. And so they went, oh, we should <laughs> fix that so that tanks want tanking gear, and we don't have 10 out of 15 classes rolling on strength gear. Exactly, and just letting the, you know, like if you, um, you know, people joke that, you know, if, if a, uh, everyone passes on an item, it just, like, falls to the floor. It vanishes! Uh, yeah, so people are like, and now Vitality Gear won't just be falling to the floor uselessly. <laughs> yep. I like Very to think cool. that it falls onto the floor and explodes. Because that's just way more interesting. Like, nobody no, wanted not, it! Oh my gosh, run away! It's not Diablo 3. <laughs> <laughs> nope. But yeah, um, and then we'll get a new story chapter, and uh, a character that we've don't know what happened to at the end of the uh, A Realm Reborn storyline. We'll finally make an appearance. Um, yes! But no, no spoilers. There's a lot but... of characters we don't know what happened to at the end of that storyline. <laughs> yeah. Cool. But, um, <laughs> that was intense. Wow, was that intense? Yeah, it was basically like the um, Disney version of the Red Wedding. <laughs> yeah. Where you're not quite Ooh. sure if everyone got uh, Well, uh, spoilers. Anyway. Oh, that's uh, not good at all. Holy crud. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but you know what? The Disney version of the Red Wedding, I like that because it is really accurate. Yeah. <laughs> what happened that at the end of the at the end of the game? Yeah. And that totally tells you everything you need to know from that one description. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I like how the I, I like how Red Wedding has become in the general con, you know consciousness of oh everybody dies. <gasps> yeah. So, all right. Can I get <laughs> a really Disney funny side note? Uh -huh. Can I have a really hilarious side note about the red wedding? Mm-hmm. So my goddaughter is getting married in April, and it's a geek wedding, and there's a separate 
theme for every single table. I want to know who's going to dare sit at that Game of Thrones table <laughs> at a wedding. I'd totally be there. <laughs> right? <laughs> I would. I would yeah. just go, what? Bring it! <laughs> I already put, like, since I'm in charge of part of the, the tables, I put my name mm -hmm. on the I put our name on the D and D table, but you know. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Do, do you need to like drop a few uh, things of red dye on the Game of Thrones table? Yes. Oh my God! Yes, <laughs> special red that. napkins just for that table. <laughs> yes. And people are like, "Is that?" You're like, "I don't know." Yep. <laughs> you should sit there. <laughs> anyway, sorry, you said Disney Red Wedding. I, I'll get. I'll let you get back. Sorry, had to had, had to had to take it off the rails for a second. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. No, that um, yeah, it, um, really exciting stuff. The storyline in Final Fantasy XIV has really blossomed into something awesome. It's one of my favorite. You know, like if you're like, oh, I hate Final Fantasy XIII and Lightning and you know all that. Um, the Final Fantasy XIV story it starts out a little slow because I think they were kind of rushed, but um, um, man, once you hit the, uh, once you start getting up in the story, it's amazing. Like I said, I mean, really there's a. I felt it was slow, so. Well, I, I actually really liked it from the beginning too, but I've heard the criticism where it's like, well, this story's kind of boring, but. Um, but the to be it gets fair, real pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, the most people I've heard say that. I'm like, oh, really? Well, yeah, I don't want to read it all, so I only do the voice acted parts. It's like, well, then you're really missing out. Yeah, no. Really it, a quarter. Lazy. Of the story. I know. Plus, if I undersell the first part of the story, it'll seem more impressive. But uh, <laughs> are but, you kidding me? I actually have an alt in a game that you really don't need an alt. Just to you know, do it again. Yeah, it's great. Don't don't skip it. even the side story quests. Sometimes, like like I was <gasps> saying, like the Hildebrand stuff. Do not skip that. That is yeah. the most fun I've had. Yeah, that's it's a great the game whole game is a great balance. You know, it has the really serious dark stuff like I said, uh, Disney Red Wedding. Um, the really uh, dark the stuff. The Aludra picked the wrong class. Yeah. Storyline extension. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just been it's been really awesome. So, yep. Yes, yes, it's really been a ride. At some points though, it gets really puppy kicky. Not gonna lie, but but the fact that they have created a game that makes you feel that much emotion about four seconds of you know of a movie clip is like, wow, wow, yeah. it's so worth the money. One of the that one of the most fun. affecting quests for me was actually you know like one of the one of the crafting classes is uh, alchemist, mm -hmm. and um, oh, I can't describe it without spoiling it, but it's really yeah. you know like if you think of what people try and do with alchemy, they kind of go into that era that that or not era that's completely the wrong word but that path down that path and at the beginning you're like what is with this guy but by the end of it he's the most awesome person ever well even the holidays like the most recent uh christmas holiday they did oh, they don't yeah. just do it without like it's christmas have your presents goodbye it's yeah. very there's meaning and we're because this is a realm that actually got destroyed because they they remade the whole game from the ground up and uh, what they did well, is instead of instead of throwing everything away, they just went, no, a meteor hit it or something. Don't want to give too much away. but um, <laughs> So uh, basically, th there's refugees everywhere. There's war-torn and stuff. And this last Christmas holiday, they wanted to bring something back for the children of, of this war-torn land where they have nothing and no one to smile about. 
there are orphans everywhere. So they're like, we, we want to do this for the children. And at first they were like, well, we want to have this big grand spectacle. But at the end, by the end, they were like, you know, that's really not what this is about. And no wonder it kind of sucked. So oh, wow. let's, let's take it back to the beginning and, and do it for the children again. And then when they mm -hmm. did it, they, they kind of hit it all on the head and you, you helped them do that. Oh, very neat. Oh, very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they do something like that with all their holidays, too. It's no two holidays I've, I've experienced have been the same. Even though it's the same holiday at the same time every year, they write something different for the story each time. Well, that is yep. special. Yeah, like there's been a kind of each Halloween event has had a, you know, like you don't have to have done the first ones to get the story, but they've kind of had a story arc going. Yeah, um, there's been a common thread. Halloween, you know, like it, there's been three Halloweens, I guess, since the game mm -hmm. released. It's yeah. really interesting. They really are. Uh, the story is very important to them, and you can tell that. You know, like they, they, and even not just the main story, like everything, mm -hmm. even this little like very repeatable cool. quest stuff have it has interesting stories. Wonderful. Yeah. And yeah. And remind me, is it subscription based or free to play? It, it is, is subscription-based, but um, so you can get a discount on the subscription by doing a entry subscription, which is 12 or 13, which isn't that huge of a discount. But the restriction for that is that you only get one character per server, but that's all you need like, you, right? because you can be everything in this game once you hit level 10, uh, as long as you unlock the class. So. Unfortunately, we're on Gilgamesh, which is one of the biggest, most popular servers, and is always seems to be closed unless you like stay up till insano o'clock p.m. and uh, a.m. Ludra time. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really annoying, but it's worth it. Like, um, you know, you can always make a character on a different server to kind of test the waters, but um, you know, hopefully Gilgamesh will open up. It's Really, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I think um, I think Roe was watching. There's was, there's was either a script or a page that that will alert you when it's open. Yes, and he finally got in. Yep. Yeah, uh, I it's, forget the name of that thing, but it's there is. so insane. It, it really is. I think they're a little too protective of their servers. If we want that, wow. Yeah, but they baby it's them very a little stable, too much. So <laughs> yeah, this game is insanely stable. Don't get me wrong, but I still think they baby them just a little too much. Well, sure. Yeah. Sure. But yeah, I think that's all I've got. Um, 3.2 uh, going to be really exciting, and mm -hmm. hopefully we'll see people on there. Yes, right, cool. yes, it, it's really great. Uh, they they updated the the relic quest, which is at at max level. You get a super cool weapon that you then level through the entire expansion and they updated that quest and they're always fine-tuning it they're like wow it's boring this isn't fun but then they kind of add something else that's a little grindy and then they go oh wait we did a bad thing there too didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah yep really exciting stuff awesome and and what's really cool about this game is the more you do and participate in AIE the mm -hmm. better the game actually is because the then the officers can buy buffs for stuff like double XP weekend brought to yep. you by the guild or oh. Hey, all your teleports are free or cheaper, not free, but cheaper right. and affordable. Yeah. Or double crafting XP weekend for, for those in the crafting. Sweet. <laughs> and since crafting is such a huge thing with this game, that's perfect. Yeah. The clothes you can make are so pretty. 
Stop it. <laughs> no! You, I don't have time for the game I already pay for. <laughs> you're talking about, you're pressing my buttons, steampunk and clothes, and you know how I feel about both of those things. Yep. Yeah, and I think we, we actually had downloaded and she was playing around with the character, with the character creator. character creator, I know. Because you can, you can create the character, save it offline, and then when you get in the game, import that, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of totally. Yeah, I have, I have That's a... super fun. Or you can even download the game, go, and try to make it, and if not, you can save it in the game itself as a pre-made, and then as soon as Gilgamesh opens, you go, bam, pre-made buttons hit. And and you have that going. I have a, speaking of character creators, so the, um, the um, you know, the, when, if you want to do like a race change or something, you have to buy a uh, Fantasia potion or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have an addiction to Fantasia potions. It's a problem. I've noticed. Because... This is not the dude I remember. <laughs> See this guy? See this big I've been cl- old smurf I've been clean. I've been clean since October of last year, I think. Nice, all right. So, uh, Hi, I'm Kelsier. I have an addiction. Got it. All right. I do. Yes, uh, yes, it's I a just, real problem. It's, it's like, he'll it's run just, by me and he'll be like, who's that? No, that's not him. It's just, oh, you yes. know, like, the, the lore for the races are so cool. Sometimes I hear about it, I'm like, oh, I want to be one of those again. <laughs> this gotcha. is my pretty princess. So she, she's got to be pretty. Yep. And thus she stays human. So I can keep babbling, but we probably don't want to. Um, so that'll be our show for tonight. While well, the chat room begins suggesting new show titles that don't involve DPS and poop golems, we want to thank Kelsey for joining us. Golems. Yes, no. thank you for having me. No. All the so, poop golems. <laughs> Kelsier, if everybody wants to hang out with you, we've already mentioned you hang out in the AIE chat room that we pimped earlier. Where else can we find you, though? Uh, I'm on Final Fantasy XIV a lot. I'd love to Dude, see you in game. Um, so if you ever need, if and same goes for in Rocket Chat. You know, if you ever have questions about it or need help crafting or getting back into the game at all or getting into it for the first time, hit me up. I'll, I'll help you out. Mm-hmm. Everybody in AIE is so friendly, so great, so awesome. And both he and Abbo are on Twitter if you need to track them down that way. Yep. Uh, Kelsier's at Kelsier, K-E-L-S-E-E-R underscore AIE. Yep. And Abovan, our intrepid leader, is at Abovan. And oh, one word. If you, if you follow Abbo, you might just get cute baby pictures because those twins of theirs are stinking adorable. Mm-hmm. And if you have questions or comments about our show, you can email us at podcast at AIE-guild.org. You can follow us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. Eludra is, of course, at Eludra underscore AIE. My adorable tets. No? No. No, I said yo. Yo, yes. My adorable tetsemi is at Ivory Tiger, and I'm at Cyberwave. We record live with video every other Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us on the website, theaiepodcast.com. Our theme was, of course, composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, keyswithsoul.com. And now it's time to play all of the great AIE member segments we received this week, including Alt-Idus by our very own Mew Cow. Yay! Overly Dramatic News by Hunts the Wind. Yay!
Awesome! In two weeks, we'll be talking to Alanya and Nevermore to talk about all the great events that are upcoming in AIE and all of that great Around stuff. Around the anniversary events, because I never finished those show mm-hmm. notes. <laughs> yep, so until then, AIE, this is Aludra. This is Makala. This is Tetsemi. And this has been the AIE Podcast. Greetings, gamers. This is MewCal, a resident expert on a common gamer condition called Altitis. As you march on to level 100, there's another leveling-friendly zone, Spires of Iraq. Available at level 96, this Arakoa lore-heavy zone is teeming with tasty experience and experience boosts. By the second or so time you have done the leveling grind, you likely don't need to pipe their smuggling one garrison outpost. The Home Away From Home Outpost perk is a nice 20% boost to your experience, which will go a long way in this zone. With this bonus, plus the Garrison XP Potion, and optionally the XP Elixir, you will find yourself at level 100 in mere hours. You can also find treasures called the Offering of the Raven Mother, which will give you around 5% rested experience boost. With a trip around the zone picking up the remaining treasures and running a few of the larger quest lines, you likely won't even notice the grind. I also highly recommend running through the Pinch Whistle Goblin quest line, not only because of the easy experience, but the scrapyard blueprint and the follower at the end. Between Iraq and Gorgrind, getting to level 100 can be a decently quick and fun trip. If you have questions, tips, or want to discuss a topic further, find us on Twitter at altitisnet, and show notes can be found on altitis.net. On behalf of the Alt Army, we hope you find this information useful in the treatment of your altitis. Struggling City seeks to remake itself as agricultural asset. It's the overly dramatic news. I'm Hunts the Wind. The Draenei's home city slash spaceship, the Exodar, has in its lifetime suffered two crashes, the first of the physical kind when it slammed into Azeroth, and the second of the economic sort when it was virtually abandoned after the Burning Legion was defeated in the Outlands. The fact that it is in a very remote location, combined with the strange inability of any personal aerial transport to function there, has not helped the city recover from its dire situation. Desperate for urban renewal, the local government has decided to take a new approach to convert the city into an agricultural hub, taking advantage of the surrounding isle's fertile soil boosted by the radiation from the crashed ship's engines. In order to attract investment in this scheme, the city has taken to sending out millions of coupons for 20% off the purchase of farm buildings, instructional manuals, and food in local restaurants. However, initial reports show the coupon effort is struggling. Alliance farmers are more likely to buy land from Stranglethorn in The proximity to Stormwind means Stranglethorn can undercut Exodar's prices even with the coupons. So unfortunately, it does not appear that the Draenei capital will see an upsurge in the construction of barns, despite their noble effort at marketing. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind.